Um, whoa, I don't sound good. How do you sound? Sorry, were you what? trying to talk to us this whole I time? I was. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, okay, Will first. Hello. Just us, that's one. Okay, you sound good, I sound adequate. And Jeff? And I sound just fine. Is it your headphones or is it the mic? I turned up my headphones and I think it's good. This sounds all right to you guys, right? Yeah, I think sounds, so. Sounds good to me. All right. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the podcast. Good yeah. night. Bye. And scene. <laughs>
Uh, well, because yeah. it's today, it's Wednesday, October 25th, and you know maybe people will be like, no, I don't think. This is 249? Okay. Oh my gosh, what's, what does that mean is coming very soon? <laughs> what is almost coming? Is Blackcast 250. Are you going to call this episode edging? Edging? edging. Yeah, because we're about to come. <laughs> <laughs> is that the term for that? I, I didn't yeah. realize that was That's, what, that's what edging is. Oh. Yeah. And it's close. Well, it's close. Right. And uh, we got four minutes in, or five minutes in basically, before we talked about shooting a load. So <laughs> I think that's a Blackcast record. I think record it's fine. In I think 250 that's... episodes. Yeah. yeah, no, look. I think you know what you're getting at this point yes. if, you, if you come to the podcast. But I want to just point out that because it's today, I can address from Blackcast 247 when Salmon and I previewed the baseball playoffs. Hey, I nailed the National League. I picked the Cleveland Indians to win the World Series, which longtime listeners of the Blackcast were probably surprised because, in theory, I would just not do that because of Paul P. Right. Who I'm sure is listening right now. Yeah. And I would have sent an olive branch to Paul if I'd been right. And I would have wow. said, congratulations. Would you like to come on the Black House to uh, gloat? And he probably wouldn't have. But probably I was not. planning on doing that. I He's don't know busy. if I'd be a part of that, man. No, he, you wouldn't he have can to. can come on you guys, but I'm going <laughs> to. He's too busy being the Twilight. Uh, but, uh, and so as as we're talking, the uh, the World Series is here in Los Angeles. And uh, it was great World Series weather yesterday. It was 104 degrees mm. at first pitch. And I was trying Welcome to explain to, to my mother-in-law valley. that uh, that's the air temperature, but the on-the-field temperature is probably about 120, yeah. you know? Shit. Yeah, it, it, Shit. it gets hotter. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, in the old days... You ever stood in the sun and baked your nuts? <laughs> in the old days when they had the, the fake turf and stuff, it, it would... Uh, which I, I think that that was my favorite Cinemati Croft show, fake turf and stuff. Mm-hmm. They uh, temperatures would uh, cook that much more. But I'm mentioning all this stuff because I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to post this today. So I'll talk about something from today, which is that the Dodgers are up one games to none on the Houston Astros. So okay. see, I'm proving. What time is game two? Game two will be at five Pacific time. Five Pacific time. Game two of the World Series: Dodgers versus Houston Astros. It's going to be 120 degrees on the field. Rip roaring down the freeway, bumper to bumper traffic coming down the I-10. I'm Joe Fuck. My dad was also an announcer, but I seem less interested by the developments of this sport than I do in my own nutsack. Is the announcer for the game's not good? No, uh, Joe Buck retired so, last season. Right? Yeah, but he wouldn't be doing a national broadcast for the World oh, Series. Oh, that's right. He would have been doing a few innings on radio, most likely, but uh, you know he he's old. You know, I mean. He's like, I got, I come out, I've been retired for a long time. I, I remember my pal Andrew Breitbart telling Just me that in out. like the late 80s, he figured like, okay, we're only going to get a few more years out of Vin because uh, he's he's starting to lose it. And, you know, he was around a lot longer. Two more decades. Yeah, exactly. But Vin was like the master of telling a story, breaking to explain what was going on in the game, and then getting back into his story seamlessly. Like, there's never been a broadcaster better at telling these kinds of stories. Right. would be like, back in 1967, I was out with Frank Sinatra inside third corner, three strikes, two balls. <laughs> and I said to him, I says, Frankie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. And uh, awesome. Harry Shearer does an amazing impression of Vince Scully. I know other people do, I think. 
Oddly enough, his Simpsons co-star Hank Azaria also does a good impression. Well, he does. The, he's got he's the got TV Brockmire, show, Rockmire. Yeah, which if I had that channel, I would definitely watch it. It was a, a one-off sketch that I watched in college. That first came out in college like fucking eight years yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember him talking, doing that character. He did that character, I think, on uh, Rich Eisen's podcast okay. before Eisen had the radio show even. And he's been sort of putting Brockmire out there for a while. Yeah. So you just saw a sketch like online or something? The original or? first one, yeah. yeah. And he's like gets his wife cheats on him and it's like about like the downfall of this yes. like, he's like and he's singing Take Me Out to the Ball game, but he goes, Take your cock out in my wife <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid, but it's so funny. It's good. I don't know what the T V show is like. I think it's about his comeback. Yeah, I think I yeah. think you're absolutely right. Oh, it's about his what? Mm, it's about on. it's come about on, it's about edging. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's all about edging. But Br- Bridget Jones too, edging of reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that we're recording the Blackcast on Wednesday, October twenty fifth. I say so often. Two thousand seventeen. Two thousand seventeen. Two thousand seventeen. Tonight at Chavez Ravine, <laughs> where it'll be a balmy one hundred and one degrees mm. on the field. I'm going to the Tim Burton bar tonight. The Beetle, oh, the pop-up Beetle bar. House. Yeah. Yeah, I went to... I think I talked about it on the podcast. I went to the Star Wars Cantina pop-up oh, bar. Oh, how is that? Here it's kind of lame. So what's fun about the Star Wars Cantina pop-up bar is the fact that other people are there dressed in costumes right. that are that, not There's some employed. Tim Burton costumes. Yeah, so the thing about it is that, you know, especially with Star Wars being owned by Disney at this point and doing it in a city like Los Angeles, yeah. you can't have any License. characters, signage, you know, anything. Oh, yeah. So... You know, when it when it opened, it was apparently even less inspired than by the time I went. The drinks they at least started to give Star Wars sounding names. Okay. You know, and I think that there were like some Star Trek the, ones at first or I something. I thought it smelled bad. What is it? Thought I it thought they smelled bad, bad on the outside. On the inside. <laughs> Actually, it's the outside. But uh, that was uh, yeah. I thought that <laughs> I got confused because I, got I thought confused the, too. because I thought the TARDIS smelled bad. On I'm the just inside. imagining like a robot chicken <laughs> nerd with like the gap teeth and the glasses and being like, "Set your phasers to love, ladies." But basically, what we did is we took a lot of pictures with people who were just there. Were there were Jawas there? Wow. And uh, some Rebel uh, X-wing fighter pilots. You know, they had like the, the uniform and the helmet. Even. Wow. Yeah. So that. That was what made it more fun. So the Tim Burton bar, it'll probably like if Edward I've been once before, but we're getting dinner. You're gonna have dinner there. Yes. So was Ezra, Edward Scissorhands there? He was there, and so was Willy Wonka. Oh, oh, creepy Willy I Wonka. I think the Five O First is out here. That's that like group of people that like have super legit stormtrooper outfits. Yes, and they, the like, Five O First is like very strict about their rules. My buddy John, I think, used to be part of it, and his um, his friend has like a 3D printer and like makes their helmets and shit. I went to his house. It was pretty cool. Legit. So you're gonna have dinner at the Tim Burton Bar tonight. Beetle House, yeah. And you uh, yes. went previously, and it, and it was it was fun. Yes, it was. Did you feel like just obviously drinks. you're going back? Yes. So it, back it, it for was dinner, thing. but we it was just drinks. Are like you this. gonna dress like Beetlejuice? No, I don't have that that costume. Okay, first of all, why hey. don't you have that? I don't know how he talks. Just like yeah, that. I know. Well, I think yeah. you just ha- you just had that part. I've yeah. been told that my my. Um, Rick impression sounds more like Beetlejuice. Oh, I think you might be right, actually. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Yeah, that's definitely Beetlejuice. <laughs> pretty Beetlejuice. That is yeah. Beetlejuice. What you got in that? What does <laughs> Come it s- over there. <laughs> what does it sound like when Beetlejuice is edging? Just like... <laughs> Get off me, bitch! <laughs> wow. It got, it Man, got a little, Beetlejuice a little is violent, violent there. Hey, it's Beetlejuice. 
Beetle guys. Beetle guys. Beetle. Beetle. Well, don't Christmas. say it two more times. So uh, the interesting thing is we're here recording. I was going to say this before. On Wednesday, October twenty fifth, two thousand seventeen. Game two of the World Series. Game two of the World Series tonight. One hundred one degrees. Shot keep, we have to keep, every time you mention the date. Now we have to keep tacking things on. <laughs> so the list by the end of the episode takes us like ten minutes it's to get through. It's a free waffle night here at Dodger Stadium. Ten forty seven in the get morning. Ele- Thirteen minutes in front of eleven o'clock. Former Padres Khalil Green bobblehead. <laughs> what a great reference out of you. Uh, that's you, the only it, person I really remember from baseball. From so he was still you know he's one of those guys that had like a mental problem and he couldn't perform on the field because like he just got all in his head like yips. like yeah he, basically mm. they call it the yips like he can't throw to th- second base you have a lot of stuff like that wow he was and good for a period of time there was a period of time where he was well, here's the thing so he was beloved in san diego yeah because he literally looked like spicoli yes. i'm not saying he looked like sean he Penn. looked like he looked spicoli like spicoli. slash owen wilson yeah right yeah. exactly and uh, then he ended up uh, in st louis on the cardinals and i think that he was just like wait they don't love me here oh. and mm. and uh we hope he's well Yes. Uh, There's a new um, the first round pick of the Chargers a couple like last year. You mean the Los Angeles Chargers? Yes. The, yeah, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, yeah. Joey Bosa gets compared to Spicoli a lot. He's like this crazy talented uh, defensive end, so he's going to be like big name in football for the next bunch of years. But it's like. Uh, they basically call him Spicoli because he's obsessed <laughs> with Game of Thrones and talks like Spicoli. And he's like, you know, I'm not like that, though. I don't, like, smoke pot or anything. But he's, like, Mr. Just like, hey, bruh. Awesome. And then in the middle of a press conference, he's like, you hear that? That's my skull. Uh, well, he when he <laughs> was getting TV drafted, there's this. he had the long hair. He's yeah. cut it now, but he had the long hair before. Sure and there was this interview, I remember, that just sticks out. And that was, like, my real impression of Joey Bosa. And it was, like, this female reporter's interviewing him. They're talking about, um, like, the draft and how it's going to go for him and exciting being in the NFL. And he's just sitting there drinking a protein shake out of, like, a blender bottle during the interview. Just like, yeah, you know, be pretty good. I'm just like, oh, bro, you, like, can't even put down your protein shake for, like, an interview. You just got to, like, it's that it's that level of meat. You got to get it, yeah. Man, I got a protein up, man. My amino, my branch chain amino acids are going to be a little low there. Very important. So the the funny thing that I was going to point out was that it's actually been a very long time since we've all been together to it's record true. a blackcast. Yeah. Uh, there, just two weeks ago, I posted a new episode that people hadn't heard. Yeah. But that was actually from about I think six weeks ago now. Wow. Because we got together and we marathoned. Three oh, that's right. full Blackcast episodes, mm. so that's why it's like, yeah, Jeff and I had seen the Inhumans on the big screen. And oh, we were yeah. talking about that, and uh, so we haven't, you know, we've we've been together since mm-hmm. then, and I mean that romantically, mm. but we've been in the same room together, but we haven't uh, Blackcasted in kind of a while. So there's a bunch of things to catch people up on that are very fun and uh, some some great bonding moments that we had. Uh, first and foremost, uh, let's start with uh, you guys going to see It Without Me. How much fun was that? Oh, it was a lot of fun. The, yeah, it seems like you fun. had a lot of fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff just asked me if I wanted to go. I said yes. Yeah. yeah you well, know who Jeff didn't ask if he wanted to go? Me. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just was like... a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, you... I, I couldn't have gone, but that's not the point. <laughs> that is not the point. <laughs> you stupid family having jerk. <laughs> fucking douche. Yeah. Oh, no, it's good. You, you got, got another um, one? <laughs> I sure do. 
Uh, but that's all right, because uh, Will and I went to see the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that's without right. Jeff. Oh, my heart! Ow! <laughs> At midnight, and I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part, was that you fell asleep. And That's it, fun. I had that shit on Blu-ray. I can watch it any day I yeah. want. But it was but, a 35mm projection. Shut your horn <laughs> And they showed the video beforehand, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. The, the who's that? What's the name of that group? The T-U-R-T-L-E Power. Oh. It's like not Ace of Base, but it's like got okay. a name like yeah. that. Yeah. Not the one from the second. The this, second this is from the first. It's not Go Ninja Go. Yeah. And so Will and I went to the new art to see it because I guess you were originally thinking you might go with a lady friend and uh-huh. uh, that did not materialize. It but, never does. But yeah. uh, I will always stand in for your lady friends when they stand you up. Yes. And uh, I was just like, I'd get part, out of the house. Partners in crime. Partners in crime. Spelled K R Y M E. Crime. Man, I can't wait. Partners to- in crime. October twenty fifth. Game two of the World, <laughs> World Series tonight. <laughs> Dodgers <laughs> with a uh, with Featured a one nothing. Partner in crime. Partners will in crime. be singing the national anthem. T U R T L E power. First pitch from Master Splinter tonight. Uh, and uh, Justin Verlander on the hill for the Astros trying to even up the series before they go back to Houston. Donatello chokes up on his bow step and swings away! Uh, but I like going to, you know, when theaters like the New Art and also there's the New Beverly, when they show uh-huh. the older movies, you know, on the big screen. I mean, it's like, sure, I, I could watch it at home, but it was kind of fun yeah. to see it in that setting. I think that there, there were, like, some... There was some light cosplay. You know, there weren't people dressed entirely as turtles, but Isn't I think there were, okay. like, turtle jackets and yeah. maybe even a bandana or two. Is the new art the one in Santa Monica? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's basically right off the 405 before you get... It's it's probably technically shy. Brentwood, yes. you know, over okay. there, but... I, uh, they're the one... Are they the one that does the, 20, or the overnight Halloween movie marathon thing? The New Beverly does that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but maybe they do one, too. I don't know. I think I uh, saw one at the new, uh, new Art one year, okay. at least. I know the New Beverly does The Corn Gorn. The Corn Gorn. go to the New Beverly all the time. Wait, is there a movie called The Corn Gorn? No, so there's this movie marathon that they do. Um, It's like they show like five movies overnight, so you basically like go there like once it's gone dark and you stay there. And in between the movies, they'll do like giveaways, like crappy DVDs that they have and candy and all this other stuff. And they show commercials. And it's basically like all this stuff to keep the audience like engaged and having fun. So... What's that? I just can't stay up. Yeah. Like in the theater, like it once it gets past like midnight, I'm like, no, nah, I'm t- I'm sleepy. I gotta go. To did sleep. you? I'll let Jeff finish talking about it. But did you used to go to like midnight screenings and movies? And it stopped right when I started working for Dennis. I saw oh. Tron Legacy in the midnight showing. I kind of remember and the that. The next day, I came into work and I was like, I mean, I didn't fall asleep, but I don't really remember the movie. Right. Because I was just like tired. Right, so, and then you saw the movie again, and, and you were like, oh, maybe, maybe I wanted to not remember it. No, I liked that. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I just thought it was a thing to say. <laughs> anyway, so the uh, overnight uh, Halloween... So, yeah, so basically it's like they... Um, we watched, like, um, Hellraiser. Okay, or, cool. Like, yeah, you know, some classics and stuff. We watched this uh, old Shatner one. Uh, it's like him as like a young it's young Shatner before right. he was famous and it's this weird like demonic cult that he's like dealing with Star Trek for the quest for peace yes that was it uh, no but then like so uh, anyways what I was talking about is between the screenings they'll have like commercials there's this one old hotel commercials where he's like this guy is sitting on the thing and he's like chances of me leaving my room are remote and he's holding like remote <laughs> control and so it's like they show a bunch of these commercials so it's like uh, they showed a bunch of times so everybody in the audience by the time that's playing 
like the fifth time over or this thing. It's like everybody at the same time yells, remote, or That's whatever. Fun. And then there's like the the Gorn from Star Trek. Oh, yeah. So the Gorn, uh, they'll like show the scene or something, and then the Corn Gorn will come out. And it's like a guy in a Corn mask and just like throwing candy Gorn at the audience and shit. <laughs> the Corn Gorn. That sounds kind yeah. of fun. <laughs> By the way, Corn Gorn. Not a bad costume idea for those of you that are still trying to put together some last-minute costume. Ear of Corn Gorn? The Ear of Corn Gorn? You could certainly do that. Uh, but I, it was fun to see the movie, but I hadn't seen the original Ninja Turtles movie in so long. Yeah. And, um, boy, I forgot that uh, the actress who played April was very unattractive. Come on, Christian. What's it got to be about her looks? Because... Pitch Shirko was cuter, though. Yeah. Yeah. And As Megan a child, Fox, I always felt that way. Megan Fox, great. Yeah. But I was just like, oh no, but no, what? I mean, no wonder the Turtles are like trying to rub up against her, you know? And uh, it's funny though, because it's from a time when comic book movies were a lot different. Yes. You know, I mean, yes, there had been the Tim Burton Batman movie, but it was like the cheapest you can make this for, we're going to do. And I think that, look, I think that the Turtles look good in that. In those they look movies. great. I yeah. still love the fact, like, I marvel at the fact that they could do all the things that they could do in I those mean, suits. I mean, it's because you spend probably a little bit more and you had the Henson Company. Yes. It, you know, That's why the suits in the third one look like shit. Yeah, it's when you try to get, you know, knock off they puppetry. They the fucking spots on them. Yeah. yeah. And their now mouths. they're real Turtles. <laughs> their mouths, like, oh, didn't wow. work. Yeah, exactly. Although I fucking loved the third one only because I was just like such, so easily marketed to. Because I was a child. I liked it's it like as a so kid. easy. You know, yeah. they were like, hey, you like Ninja Turtles? Well, you also like old samurai ninja shit? <laughs> Guess what? Yeah, yeah here we like, go. This is fucking as dope. Yeah, I love that movie. This is like Robin Hood meets Ninja Turtles. This is everything I wanted, man. <laughs> Kevin Costner's Robin Hood plus Ninja Turtles equals Ninja Turtles 3. 3. Turtles in time. What I love about that uh, Kevin Costner Robin Hood is how some scenes he has kind of a British accent and then the other scenes where he doesn't. And I'm like, so which part is the reshoots? Did they go like, we're going to add the British accent for the reshoots? Or were they like, uh, it's all right, you don't have to, you, we'd have to pay extra. We'd have to have another line in the budget. Dialect for, coach. Yeah. yeah. So let's just go ahead and let you do it in English. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, it had that Brian Adams song out of that movie. So that's all that really matters. Uh, I don't know. It was fun. It was a late night. Uh, Will and I had a, a few late nights uh, around the same time period because, if you remember, we went out to a place that's not called the Regal oh, yeah. Beagle. Yeah. What was it actually called? <laughs> the Regal Beagle. Because the Regal Beagle is the bar for the, Three's Company. Yes, it's called Mr. Furley's. Mr. Furley's. Yeah. And uh, that was fun. And Jeff, you would have enjoyed that experience, but we also didn't invite you to it. But actually, I seem to remember you were not around that weekend. But so I was out with Single Will. Yeah. I was wingmanning for single will. Nice. Yeah. And what I realized that's different for when I've been a single man in the past and needed a wingman or, you know, have been a wingman in the past, that uh, single will doesn't have to settle the way that I always <laughs> yeah. did. Single will is able to be something that I never was in my life. Choosy. Oh. Except for when it came to my wife, obviously. Yes. I was very selective. Of course. Yeah. I wanted the best of the best. Uh, I wanted the best, but uh, when it came to you know being out in a bar on a Saturday night, just talking to girls, maybe trying to hang out with them, you know, there, there was no bar at the bar, you know, right? And the bar set set lower, lower than the bar to Dwarf's Wick. It's actually a really funny line. I just couldn't say it as Dennis without laughing. It's a very funny line. But and so we're sitting at the bar, 
And there's these these girls next to us who who want to talk to us. You can tell. We keep like, like looking at, yeah, us, and staring it, at us. Like, I'm that. just like it's looking like, up for it. Yeah. Right. Well, it, sure. Uh, you're also attractive, so you can also <laughs> look at the world like that. I'm just coming at it from a different mindset. I'm not interested in the girl. I'm not interested in anybody in that bar except for Will Sterling because he's my bro. Yeah. But I'm trying to help out. Like you know, okay, I'll t- I can talk to girls. You know, I can try sure. and help him. And so they do start talking to us, and it was sort of like a, a bad, you know, pickup line from the one girl. Yeah, weird. but the girl next to me, you know, started talking, and the girl uh, further, you know, next to her on the other side, yeah. I thought was cute, and I thought maybe you might be interested in that girl. You apparently were not. No, but I thought you might be. Okay. So I was just like, all right, well, we're not talking to other girls, so we're going to talk to these girls for a little bit. And at some point, I mean, it was fine. You know, some small talk. To, you know, you just throw some things around. Where I think that they asked like where we like to hang out in the area, which was basically, yeah. which was so basically you, you come here, you come here often. often. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, man, some some girl with glasses just gave me a come here often. Wow! And the yeah. answer is yes, yes I do. Oh, no, that was not the answer, oh, Jeffrey. Sorry. So, <laughs> and then at some point, Will, I do not so that they could hear. He's just like. I want, I want to get away from these girls now. <laughs> yes! I was just like, all right, I'm done talking. Like, which, I don't, is, yeah. which is the way, it's, it's very blunt. That's how I'm used to talking to my two-year-old. It's like, I don't want to. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we're talking to these girls. I'm a two-year-old. I, I, I don't want to. I, I, want, I want to go play with my trucks. <laughs> That's know? what children are. The, and I've learned this from my therapist, and this is why I'm embracing it. Yes. The most authentic people in the world are children. Because Agreed. they are the only ones who clearly communicate what they want and yeah. what they don't want. Everybody else passes a certain age just plays fucking games with each other. Yeah. Children are the only ones that are like, I want that, I don't want that. Yeah. They're like, great. So now I'm trying to live my life as Felix. It would be great. <laughs> and I'm like, I want this, I don't yeah. want this. Here's so the thing. I'm not going to do the you, thing I don't want to do. Perfect. So last night my in-laws were over uh, giving Felix uh, some dinner and uh, they went to Popeye's. Yeah. So we had a little fried chicken, we had some beans and rice, and we had some mashed potatoes. So uh, he loved the beans and rice. The mashed potatoes there got a little kick or something in it, so he, he didn't love them. Little, little spice. And so he was just like, he didn't want any more. And then I was just like, well, just try the chicken. And so he puts a piece of chicken in his mouth, and it's like... <laughs> and he's, he, so he starts beatboxing. No, he, he spits out the chicken, and, and I'm like, okay, I guess you didn't like that. Why did he like that chicken? Uh, I think because the only chicken he likes, dino nuggets. And on, if, Felix. It's, if it's ground up and it's shaped God. like a dinosaur, hey, he's, he's two. I don't give a shit. Hey, give him a chance. You're trying to live life like it. I know. But see, that's the point. Will, talking to those girls, was spitting out the chicken. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm spitting the chicken out in front of these girls. I don't care if they see me. So we went over and we decided we were going to become darts hustlers. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Now that part's not exactly true, but we did decide to go play darts. Yes. Which, uh, how much did it cost us? Four dollars. Four dollars. And I waited in line for, for like 20 minutes. 20 minutes to fucking pay them four dollars to yeah. get them their darts back. Wow. Because they held on to your ID. And we played darts, and I I think I explained the rules accurately. We played a version of darts that uh-huh. I, I think is the way you play it. Because, you know, you look over to other people, it's like, yeah, they're drawing the X in the circle yeah. when you close out a, one of the numbers. Great. Uh, and then uh, this girl decides to play darts with us. I yes. remember her name was Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. And she was very friendly. Did you yes. handle her? Uh, <laughs> sure. Look how wow. Quick he is. Should be the fucking EO cast. <laughs> what am I doing in this chair? You know? uh, which, by the way, let's tease something for the future. Will and I talked about this. Uh, when I'm out on my paternity leave. You guys are going to have to man at least one black cast without me. It's going to be so funny. I, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I, 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 We're going to do a radio play. 
<laughs> um, speaking of which, radio play. Yeah, today is Wednesday, a- October 25th, game two of the World, World Series. Series <laughs> <Go> <laughs> <ahead>. <laughs> the Dodgers are uh, up one another to the Houston Astros. It's but coming 100 degrees here in Los Angeles. 120 degrees on the field. Coming Monday, November 13th. To the Motivation Report podcast, Superman Relative Dimensions is the name of an original Ooh. audio drama written, directed, produced, engineered, and edited by myself, starring me and a cast is of characters. This, is this like a be- uh, beak wetter for Justice League? or Well, that's why you picked uh, that That's week. why I'm releasing it the week before the movie comes out. So, I'm excited explain for... This. Wait, you, you said November 13th? Um, there's a detail. There's one specific detail that I will not reveal. No, no, but November 13th. Monday the 13th. Oh, that's... But it's doesn't the movie it, come out the 14th? The 17th. 17th. Oh, all right, you guys... All right, thanks, nerds. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so that'll be uh, that'll be coming uh, soon. Yes, and they'll find it at Motivate Report. But yes, on Twitter, MotivationReport.com, MotivationReport.com, iTunes, iTunes yeah, and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, so Stitcher. Yeah, all that. Is it still it. a simple human podcast? Awkward human. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, I must be I'm the, just a simple man. I must be the simple human who thought that awkward human you, was simple human. Simple human. Simple human. Uh, so anyway, that's yeah. going to be a radio play. But uh, anyway. Audio drama, I prefer, Christian. Uh, yeah. Audio and, drama. And by the way, still not part of it. Uh, it's done now, so I'm definitely officially not involved. You made a reference to a certain character that I make a reference to that if I make a second one, maybe maybe there's less space. Uh, I so can I be the Gorn? The corn gorn, yeah. The, can I be the corn gorn in episode two? <laughs> I did my own radio play in college, but did I you? lost that shit. Yeah. Oh, I wish you had it. Because that, I did, that I did could like be three or four of the voices. That could be Black Cast 251. <laughs> you know, I'd just be like, great, here's Jeff's radio play. It was it was kind of an Aquaman esque thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Prince Namor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that that's a, we're teasing we the future. There. We're yeah. teasing the future. Uh, but we were playing darts with Chelsea, who seemed like a, a, a nice gal. She nice wanted lady. to be away from her friends that she was there with. Yeah. Apparently too much drama. Um, pretty sure she liked girls or something. I think she mentioned that at some point. Oh, did and she? It, and yeah, I think maybe while you were in the bathroom, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying nothing. You oh, know, it's yeah. like I go out without my wedding ring. You know, yeah. it's it's pretty apparent. Right. And you're like flipping her off with it. And you're like, yeah. But we're she cool. did <laughs> while she was in the restroom. She did mention that Will is very attractive, and I'm like, well, yeah, because he looks like Superman. She's like, huh, yeah. He hmm. does. So you well, missed all that stuff. I didn't. Nothing happened. No, nothing happened because she went back to her friends. But also, I don't think that was. So that's the question: Was Dart Hustler Chelsea of Will Sterling caliber? Uh, if I had a couple more drinks, more of the caliber than the girls at the bar. Just because she had a huge rack. <laughs> this is right. You can be honest. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. something to do with it. Yes, Jeff. Will is playing it exactly right because the best thing for you is if you decide like later on in the night. That you do just want to like get it wet. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy sound. I know. I, 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 I figured if I was gonna go, I was gonna commit to the to the creep. Anyways, uh, basically being like choosy uh-huh. and above it all, yeah, it puts you in such a better position because now everybody is aiming to please you. Oh, like. There's like oh this direct my. correlation of oh like my. by you not being like, oh, I'm attracted to you. Like yeah. I'm interested. Like if you wanted to, if you really wanted to get like girl X, talk to girl Y and don't talk to girl X next to girl X so that girl X is like, why am I not part of the conversation? Right. I'm pretty. I'm important. And then she's going to like want to insert herself and she's going to compete for your attention. No, that's what I'm going to want He's, <laughs> he's going to want to insert himself. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Sex jokes. Hey, you never know, man. 
So uh, I don't know. That was a fun night, but uh, it was it wasn't that late. No. So we were looking we were looking for like an after cruising. We went somewhere. So we went to another bar. Do you remember this? Yeah. And that bar had like really cool like superhero stuff or whatever. Yeah. Like uh, like action figures and Star Wars and superheroes. And like this place is really cool. And then the girl sitting by herself at the bar started talking to us. Not sitting by herself on the way out. I thought I got mad eyes from the her friend. Oh, from next the attractive friend. Yeah, yeah. we had like a long. And this is the way I usually do it. Like if I catch eyes with somebody, and we'll constant, we'll like for a couple of times you kind of do that back and forth a little bit. But sure. if you can hold the look between the two of you, I feel like that's unspoken communication. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what's up? You go up and start talking to them. Mm-hmm. It's fine because you held it for like longer, like five seconds. So I get long eyes as we're like walking out towards the door, and I with this girl, and I stopped Christian. I was like, let's go sit at the bar because. I just made long eye contact with that girl, and I want to see if she'll talk yeah. to us. The attractive girl on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Who, I think that was probably her boyfriend. I don't probably. know why she was looking at me. Yeah. Uh, I think he was checking her oil. Oh, yeah. What? It just looked like he was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> then her friend started talking to us, and I was like, oh, fuck, we should go. I, and I'm going to assume that that was less a friend than, like, an acquaintance. Probably. Or, you probably. Know, a relative she was obligated. Because, look, conversationally... She seems like a girl you'd probably run into on the floor at Comic Con, and by yeah. on the floor I mean you know passed out. Right. But she, she, so we were talking about some of the superhero characters and things, and so she started talking to us, and it was because clearly she was starved for people to talk to. Yeah, and she started giving us like pointers, which weren't sit next to me and talk. It was like, oh, here's other places you can go right. that aren't hanging out with me. So it was, but that was like just such a weird moment. Was, I- you thinking like, oh, let's sit down and talk to this attractive yeah. girl. And maybe she did look at you, the attractive girl. I was like, well, I got to get somebody to talk to uh, Debbie. Friend Denver over here. Over here. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Like, honest. So, all right. All this stuff always sounds like so ridiculous to me until like you go out and you experience these situations. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's real. Right. So like my, my uh, friend of mine, I won't even say who. Uh, Bujanski. No. Different friend. Uh, I said friend. <laughs> Yeah, not lover. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, like, you know, he's like Mr. Casanova, you know? Okay. Like, definitely doesn't have well, a you just gave his way. name away. So. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> Quiet, too. <laughs> so, like, he's literally had incidents where it's like, there was a girl, like, making eyes at him who was with a dude. Yeah. And then it's like, let's go to the bathroom. And they, like, went up to some, like, back room part of the hotel what? and, like, fucked there. So, like, there's an extent of that girl oh. who's staring at you where you literally could have, like, in some scenario, like, been like, let's go out back. That could have been her boyfriend, and you still could have fucked her. And, like, wow. gone out I would have felt terrible if she had I know, but I'm just saying, like... But the guy kind of looked like a douche. There's so this, would you I don't know felt... what look like. I didn't see him. There's this weird level of operation <laughs> where it's, like, if you are comfortable operating at that level, you can I do... Don't... Like, life really work is, is more... Yeah, I don't know if I'm ...spicy than you think it can be. All my casual sex experiences have been really weird. I'm well, not... not all of them. One, I mean, yeah. I've done I've done public shit before. Uh, I've had sex on the streets of Hollywood on uh, All Hallows Eve. What? Yeah. I remember that Just story. Went where? Like kind of up tree or on the streets of Hollywood. Like so, it was uh, near like Coanga and Fountain or whatever was <laughs> yeah. where her hotel it's, was. It's actually on we the went... Jeff Duray walking tour of Hollywood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were like it's one of the stops, and, and then just up public. into the hills. So I don't know the exact street, but yeah. it was like in the hills, right off of uh-huh. in that like. Coenga Highway, Hollywood Hills area. And, like, but I'm just saying, like, shit 
can happen. Yeah. Like, stuff can go crazy like that. So just never never think that you're counted out just because she's with some other dude, even. Like, honestly, uh, yeah. you you just live your own little life. Uh, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying to live I know. my life I, in Felix way. You were t- <laughs> if if the, the fried chicken is presented to you and yeah. you don't like how it tastes. <laughs> and even with darts. Remember we kept playing after Chelsea left and I looked at you and I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. And you I, were like, you don't want to play anymore? I was like, no. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like Mostly because I I had won and, and we were done. And then remember. we spent 20 hours. <laughs> I don't even remember. The score was so and close. It was like so fucking so close. 20 minutes for you to pay to leave. <laughs> it that. took a long and time. And so what I love about Mr. Furley's is that it's one name, Mr. Furley's, but yeah. they actually had Three's Company themed drinks on the menu, which did. I, I did not get because I wanted a beer like a man. And they had like a Regal Beagle, they had a Larry, they had a Jack Tripper. So I was like, all right, I like that. But yeah. I still think the place should have been called the Regal Beagle. That's mm. what it really ultimately comes down to. Maybe there's to. copyright issues. I'm going to assume, hey, how about the Three's Company pop-up bar? Where's that? <laughs> Where's that? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, how great Come and knock on our door. Yeah, exactly. We, we got were. drinks here for you. <laughs> uh, so that was, a, that was another uh, fun night out without Jeff, but we did have a, we had a, we had a nice night out that yeah. uh, involved a lot of car time we did. where we went to go visit our friend, uh, Liev, uh, formerly of the black cast, right. uh, David Bujenski, because as I referenced a few weeks ago, he was in Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas for the, uh, route 91 harvest festival, which is where the shooting happened the country music festival. And I knew he was there. I knew he was there for work. So, you know, I texted him that night, and there was a little time before he, like, posted on Instagram that he was okay. He was like, I'm okay, I'm pissed off, but okay. So there was a little time where you're like, oh, man, I I wonder. You know, obviously, of course, you hear something like that happens. It doesn't mean you don't feel bad for people who are definitely dead. You just worry on the personal level of, of like I wonder if the person I know who was there is okay and if yeah, it's, it's very selfish but it, it's still how anytime somebody hears about a tragedy that happened somewhere you probably the first thought is I know someone is there it was the night after we went out to Mr. Furley's yeah because you showed me a picture of him driving to Vegas oh. <laughs> that's right yeah. I was texting him about uh possibly getting together sometime soon yes and uh he's like I don't know I'm driving to Vegas and I'm like or do you mean Drinking to Vegas. <laughs> Same thing, LOL. And then he sends me a picture of a can of Coors Light in his car. <laughs> and obviously, of course, he had been drinking at another time and it was an empty. Yes. I'm sure he wasn't drinking while driving. No, Because no. that obviously would be wrong. But yeah, so that, that you're right. That was the next night. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, he posted a little bit on Facebook some... I don't know, really heartfelt. For people who know Liev from the Black Cast, it's very surprising. If you actually know him... It's still a little surprising, but you know that he has that in him, yeah. you know, that he's actually, he's actually at least tries to be a decent guy. Right. He's very sensitive, uh, very sensitive, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, Jeff, I know that uh, you were uh, actually moved by what uh, he posted. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, on a lot of levels, uh, I definitely, I was crying when I read it because it's the way I described it to other people is like, you know, every time something like this happens, you feel sick to your stomach. You feel just like shitty. Everything's not right. You're like, Oh God, another one of these, like what's going on in the world. And then, you know, you feel like you understand it. You empathize with what's going on, but then to have somebody that like, you know, directly that you care about, that you're, you're, you're attached to directly in an incident like that. And it just ramps all of those emotions up like even further and it just made me even like not even mad like 
interestingly enough, like I never really got angry. I just got sad, and mm-hmm. I just got That's how I felt. like I, I cried because I was happy my friend was okay. I yeah. cried that he had to to go through those things, especially because it's like he's such a great guy, and he's already got like plenty of shit on his plate, like we all do. And adding those things to it just it broke my heart because I don't want that for him. Uh, I cried for this guy that he was so troubled and everything else that was going on with him that he felt like this is something he needed or wanted to yeah. do. It's just like everything about this doesn't make me angry anymore. It just makes me sad. It just breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how I felt. So I was just, I was relieved he was okay. It was, you know, infinitely better to see him, you know, uh, you know, we all, some of us all gaily cried as we were all embracing and everything. <laughs> we did make him cry when we walked up. He yeah, didn't know that we were so gonna... what we did is we uh, got together and we drove down to a place called Lake Forest. And, <clears throat> you know, I typed it into Waze. It was an hour and ten minutes on a Saturday night. But it's like, whatever, we'll drive yeah. down there and we'll go see Bujenski. I mean, you know, we'd been talking for a long time about hanging out with him anyway. And then this was like his... Sort of first real. I mean, he. I guess he had been at a couple of country concerts. I think mm-hmm. tied in through work. But this was sort of his first big. Like, yeah, anybody show up and hang out. Right. And there were a lot of people who had been there and handing out ribbons and things like that. So it was something that I knew he was going to be there. And I was like, hey, do you guys want to go with me to this? I think I'm going to drive down to it. And uh, you know, the Saturday night, uh, an hour and ten minutes in the car wasn't really an issue. No, um, there wasn't uh, too much traffic. Consequently. The best episode of the Black Cast that no one will ever hear was that drive down. <laughs> That's true. You know, uh, just because some of the stories we told. Oh, all my yeah. great, yeah, yeah all which, my experience. You know, some of those might turn up in a future Black Cast, but uh, you know, and it was just like I was like, oh, I should have told Will to bring his uh, little microphone. <laughs> we could have recorded this, but uh, and so yeah, when we got down there, um, Bujenski saw. I think he saw me first, and then he saw all of us. And he just there was just this look on his face that he could not believe that mm, we were there, and he's he started crying and he's like, "You motherfuckers! <laughs> I was fine until I saw you guys. You, this is so far. I'm like, yeah. isn't that far? It's like you're a friend. It's you know, it's it's not that far, Sour, you know. Yeah. And we it was it was great to see him, and you know, we had sort, good, I had a great time. I thought it was yeah, I thought it was he a lot worked. For the we got hookups, we got free drinks we all night. For free, that's, yeah. that's what going out with Bujenski is like. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always liked it before because I was like broke, so he'd just buy all my drinks, and then it became once he got this drink. like minor celebrity, yeah. everybody else would buy us drinks when I'd go out with yeah. him. And he's and he's now, like a he's like a big time country radio celebrity. I mean, There's in Los that Angeles, girl that we hung out with that was very excited to meet him. Was her name? Colby or yes. yeah. yeah, Colby. She, she's a uh, an Instagram friend of mine now. She oh, was, she was yeah. one of mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know. I know. I know. She, she, she am I a dick for not adding her now? No, <laughs> kind of, kind of, because you know she's she took those pictures for us. That's true. No, but we were uh, yeah. So we ended up, uh, you know, an event like that. He has to talk to a lot of people. There's people who want to talk to him and yeah. be like, "How are you doing? Are you okay?" There are other people who were at the concert that right. he hadn't seen since then. Uh, but I thought it was such a Bujenski reaction that he's like, he starts crying, but he's also like, you motherfuckers, you yeah. made me cry. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was great to, you know, just you hear something terrible happens and you don't know what happened to your friend. Right. The fact that a week later you're able to give him a big hug is great because yeah. there are plenty of people who heard about that event. And they were like, I had friends there. And as it turns out, they never saw their friends again. So right. it's almost like, you know, to... I know it sort of uh, dramatizes it a little bit, but to the extent that it's like, 
you're giving him a hug because you want to give him a hug and you just know there are other people who aren't going to be able to do that for their friends. And on top of that, it was also a fun night where we had a shit ton of Coors Lights. Yeah. And thank God his drink of choice is Coors Light because I think I had four, but I might have had five and I drove back another hour. It was fine. Yeah, I but fell asleep in the back. The you sure did. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were, they yeah. were. You're like, Jeff, you're right up in the front. There were two or three times throughout the night when I had two beers in my hand. Yeah. Because yeah. David would just come out with beers constantly. Yeah. And, and he like, usually oh, you know, had four beers in his hand. In our picture, we, you and I, you and I both have two yeah. beers. At least two beers. <laughs> and yeah, and it was funny. So there was the girl that we mentioned, Colby, who ended up hanging out with us a lot because she was there. She just, it's sort of the same thing. She only knows David from the radio. I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's funny because I was fascinated to talk to somebody that knows him for the radio. Right. It's like, what a do fan. you what do you like about him? <laughs> because I know what I like about him, but it, it's and it was so funny because her favorite thing is the traffic reports that yeah. he does and how excited he gets when there's a ladder on the freeway. And I mentioned that to Bajensky and he's like, Oh yeah, we like kept it we've kept a tally this year. I think we're up to eighty four ladders on wow. the freeway. And that was kind of what because I was joking because the first couple times that I listened to him on the radio, I'd hear him doing the traffic. And I was just like, Oh, that's a mouthful. Oh, that's a lot of things it's a lot of highways and <laughs> a lot of things to say. And I don't envy somebody that has to do a traffic report. And she was like, actually so I was kinda of joking, it's like, Oh, is your favorite thing when he does the traffic? Yeah. When he mangles the names of like you know, Montebello or whatever. And she's like, actually, yeah. And and I thought that was funny. But, you know, nice girl took a picture uh, for us. And uh, there were some other nice girls there that uh, Agent Starling talked to. Yes, I did talk to a nice yeah. one. Yeah. phone number, but nothing came of it. Nothing came of it. She lives too far away. How far away? Like Orange County. Orange County. I was like, let's grab a drink. She was like, are you going to come all the way down here? I was like, yeah, sure. And then, like, after a week, I was like, nah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I forgot. The night that we went out to Mr. Furley's, didn't I go down to, was that the same night I went to Anaheim with yeah. you? Yeah. And we, we went to your aunt's party. And, yes. I just wanted, I hadn't seen you in a while. Right. It's the same thing as taking the car ride with you and Jeff down to Super Genesis. He's like, I just hadn't seen you guys in a while. And yeah. It's like, oh, I don't care. I'm going to be in the car for an hour. I was like, time. I'm going to this party. I'm like, all right, yeah, because uh, the, the family was all away. Yes. You know, uh, Felix was at his grandparents and Heather was That's at. That's right. Uh, a, a bachelorette party yeah. in in town, so I was like, I got nothing on Saturday, so uh, you know, and yeah, that's the thing is, Bujanski was out of town because originally I was like, well, I'm gonna go to Hermosa on Saturday night. No, mm-hmm. I'm not because he's not there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, so that was the funny thing was because there, you know, there's some girl at that party who you didn't bother talking to really because you're like, whatever, she lives in Anaheim. It's like you're. Your aunt's friends, like that talk- girl, who oh, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. cute, whatever. Yeah. But you're like, yeah, what is that? And then at this event, a girl lived in Anaheim was worth talking to she's, because she was cuter. And she started talking to me. Yeah. So I was like, you know what you yeah. should do though is you should text with some of these girls, not in in the idea of like we're gonna meet up and get drinks or like we're gonna do this. Almost just sharpen your tools, man. Like work on your lines, make jokes, tease them, and build batting rapport. practice. Yeah, but also because next time you're just like in Anaheim for some reason to visit your aunt and then you're done and you're just like, I'm bored. I don't want to drive back right now. I'll text so-and-so, see if she wants to grab a drink or mm-hmm. like, you know, grab or a sit bite on my or face. Yeah, and Well, that's what it leads to. But oh, you okay. text them. Oh, you don't just wait, text ju- them like, sit on my face. Is there know? an emoji for that? Yeah. It's the uh, <laughs> one with the zipped lips. That's it's, <laughs> It was originally said sadomasochism, but now it's just a zipped lips. <laughs> oh, uh, so 
Anyway, so that I don't know. It was a fun night. I was glad we were able to do it. It was great to just. I hadn't yeah. seen him in a really long time. I, I, I actually don't you know the last time. Dresser. That's the last time. I oh saw yeah. Him when I just That's right. I I, bu- I bullied him into helping you move yeah. the dresser because you're like, do any of my do any of my friends have a truck? Yeah. And I so I like did a screen grab and I texted to Bajenski. I'm like, you have a truck. Dot dot dot. And he's like, lol. I'll write to him. And then he's like, what's Will's number? It was helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, that that was kind of a, a love connection that I made. You guys uh, moved furniture together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but before that, you hadn't seen him in a while, and I honestly yeah. don't know the last time I saw him before we went down there together. I think it had been almost a year mm-hmm. because the last time I saw him was when I had watched move for an extra oh. week longer than I was. Because he stayed away to. longer than no, it was he was back and just wouldn't oh. come up from Hermosa to get That's his right. dog, so he just stayed <laughs> he, at my apartment an extra week. He said he was going to do a challenge. Did he end up doing that challenge? I don't know, actually. I need to ask him. He okay. said he wasn't going to uh, smoke and drink for 59 days uh, because of the 59 people who lost their lives that night. And I thought that was a nice thing to do. Um, and, you know, he's just like, he's like, I don't need to be, you know, he's like, I, I lived that night. I don't need to be killing myself every right. day. I mean, right. you know. But <clears throat> completely understandably, he had needed a lot he was telling me that he kept just drinking whiskey straight out of the bottle that night said, yeah. because he just didn't want to hear the sounds anymore. Right. You know, and you, I, I can't I get imagine. it. I, would I mean, the same thing. I didn't know I was about to hear a, a clip from that night, but I've heard it. And I'm like, and I wasn't there. And I'm like, oh, that's a terrible sound. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine being there and, and having that memory. So I get it. And, you know, he drank a, a lot that night. He said his friends were like, ah, your lips are turning blue. How about you uh, drink some water? Yeah. But, you know, and I think by the time we saw him, he was in a much better place from it, but obviously still, you know, weirded out by the whole thing. And it's it's been a couple weeks now. Yeah. So I think as time's gone on, you know, I know he's back on the radio, he's doing the show, and he's out doing events, but he's posting a lot of events sort of similar to that one. There's a lot of things in the L.A. area, around the L.A. area, yeah. and he goes to some of them, and sometimes he doesn't, and it's just like, you know, if he's just telling people, it's like, come find me if you want to talk, yeah. and I think it's great that he's uh, he's sort of out there as somebody, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you kind of know me from the radio. Look, I was there, too. Uh, I'll talk to you about it. That's right. fine. What right. were you going to say, Joe? Um, th- interestingly enough, talking about this reminded me there's, like, this ending to a Jay-Z song on his new album, 444, where it's his mom doing this stuff, basically, and his mom is, I'm pretty sure she's now in, like, a lesbian relationship, and it's like she just came out. Wow. And the whole thing that it's talking about is, like, living in the shadows, and, like, when you live in the shadows, everyone thinks you're happy and free, because that's the way you want them to think you are and all this stuff and that just made me think of David because that's exactly how he has always been in the way that I've known him is like he'll hide all of this like of sadness and everything else that's really going on with him like deep down that you don't get to until like way late at night when like all the guardians like barriers just yeah. like, can't be there anymore yeah. and so that's what I think concerns me the most is that he's going to put, because of who he is, he's going to put others first and he's going to like kill him, not really, but like kill no, himself but to work be really there hard for to, everybody yeah. else and never take care of what's really going on with him. And that's, I think, what I'm most worried about for my friend and what I hope does not happen. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, it, it would be good to uh, see him again before too long, you know, but uh, at the same time, you know, you don't want to. Fit us into your schedule, you know. Yeah, but uh, it'd be good to it would be good to see him again. Uh, there's a moment that I don't think you guys know about. I don't know if I talked about it uh, on the drive back, but uh, 
you know, he and I were talking. I don't know. Will was off uh, trolling for ladies. I don't know what Jeff was doing. I think you were holding Colby's hand because she was lonely. Just I just exaggerate. Felt, I just I felt bad that this that girl feels bad for people. No, no, yeah. Because yeah. like, she oh. was like not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So she cause she, had no, she knew no one. So yeah. I was like, all right, well, she just stay came here. because she liked David on the yeah. radio and didn't know any of the other people. Right. So he's like, I'll talk to my friends, and it was like, she was a nice enough girl, you know. Yeah. And, no, you know, nothing. Yeah. She was like, and she was kind of funny, you know. It was like it was great. I'm glad we talked to her, and I'm glad that we were there so that she didn't just kind of stand there and be like okay so now I came to see this radio guy and get yeah. him and she wasn't going to ask him for a picture mm-hmm. she didn't want to bother him I'm like okay so he's going to take pictures with us yeah. and you're a pretty girl who's here by herself look he has a girlfriend right now but you know what it's you always got to play the long oh, game Facebook always got to play the, play the long game I mean and uh, you know it's like he, he's never going to say no to taking a picture with a pretty girl of course girl. not you know so like don't feel bad so I was glad that uh, you know we were there to keep her company and to kind of push her uh, into actually getting the picture with her favorite traffic reporter who likes ladders on the freeway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the moment that I was talking about uh, was Bujenski and I were just talking, you know, and he's like serious David voice that you usually get close to one in the morning. And he's like, so who put this together? And I was like, oh, you know, I mean, I just, uh, and he started to get emotional again. And I was just like, I don't want to make him cry again. You know, so I, I like made some joke that I, just wanted to be close to his penis or something, you know, the kind of joke that I would have said before. Mm-hmm. So I like got him to laugh so that he did, he didn't cry. But you know, you could tell it meant. A, I mean, in that moment when we first showed up, we knew it meant a lot to him. But uh, you know, I guess when he thought back on it, he was just like, you know, you'd think we drove like two days to right, see him. You right. know? It, was, it, was, it was like an hour. It's like yeah. just a little further than Disneyland. We saw the Disneyland fireworks oh, on the drive down. Great. The that they're was like, so amazing. Like I forgot better to than even watching them from Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I've seen David get into big fights with like previous girlfriends though. Literally with this exact thing. Like my friend has driven 45 minutes down here to Hermosa and like he's trying to have a good time and like you're fucking it up. Yeah. So it's like. Can you stop? Stealing Ken's water, yeah, like please. Driving past a certain <laughs> point to him, I think, like, he really, I think that means a lot to well, him. Because he knows how, like, not a lot of people yeah, will do he it. He wouldn't drive to the valley just to pick up his dog. Like, that's, that's a true. living thing. <laughs> and we drove much further than that to see him. It's true. You know, it just, just to hang out. Look, if I if I knew that we were going to get free course lights, I would have gone down a little early. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know, look, that was a, that was a great night, and, you know, uh, I, I would love to have, uh, Liam on the podcast at some point and not talk about any of that, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to put What's him in a situation where, yeah, <laughs> what is going on with Tebow? He's still in the Mets organization. So, uh, but, uh, you know, the reason I was texting him is I was trying to see if we might be able to do something with him for Blackcast 250, and, you know, I got a maybe from him, okay. but then once this happened, I'm not actually gonna, sure. you know, so... I just want people to know that I had had that thought before all of this. And then, you know, at some point, I think what it's what's going to have to happen is we're going to have to bring a microphone set up to Hermosa and do the podcast from his house. Yeah. And maybe not even tell him we're recording yet. Live from and the poop deck. <laughs> it's just that, called the deck now. The deck. Yeah. I still have the uh, Zoom H4n. That's a good one. It's a stereo handheld recorder. Oh, and Will That's has his. Oh, you guys have the same thing. Mm-hmm. You can just That's set great. them both up. <laughs> Do that. I also have like mics. I mean, it's XLR, but okay. So yours is better, is what you're trying to tell well, Jeff. He's got shit. I'm sure. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have anything to hook up the thing. But it's just got two XLR uh, outputs. Yeah, that's yeah. It's I got have. the two mics, and then it's got an SD chip that it records on. Too. That's what I have. That's uh, we're, we're recording. We're recording on an inside SD chip. baseball. Everybody want to hear. We're recording. Thing. We're recording on an SD chip right now oh. that I'm going to plug into my computer afterwards and post the episode on Wednesday, October 25th. <laughs> Game what? two of the World Series. <laughs> Rich Hill on the bump against Justin Verlander. 
120 degrees outside in the field playing Los Dodgers! Los Angelinos! Los Doyers! Los Doyers! Yeah! Los Angelinos! Two for one Micheladas. Get, make sure to bring your own Clamato. Bring your own Clamato and. My favorite thing that they sell at Dodger Stadium is the vendors, the snack vendors. And I still don't know what it is. It's some kind of like frozen ice cream sandwich. It's called a Kula Koo. And so the guy's like, Kula Koo! And we're like, what the fuck is that? Kula Koo! What the fuck is a Samoflame? What the fuck? Oh, what the fuck is a Samoflame? What the fuck is a Kula Koo? Yeah. Which it's funny because the Thundercats outtakes came up at that party at your aunt's house for basically that same reason. Oh, We did a little deep dive on that. Wow. But anyway, so today is Wednesday, October 25th. But on Sunday, 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 October 29th at 2 p.m. Pacific. 5 Eastern, you can watch another Blackcast Live for Blackcast 250. Whoa. That will be on our YouTube page. Uh, we'll uh, post it on post the link on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter at B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. And it's The Blackcast on Facebook. That is where you will be able to find the link to that. And we'll be in the studio. And I, I don't know if we're going to have any other members of the Blackcast Skype in. But if we do, that's great. If it's the three of us. Just ask us questions uh, or comments and, you know, ask – you can ask Will to flex because we're going to be on camera. No. So if you want to see the gun show, uh, don't ask me. It's going to be it'll after be his Halloween party. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That, that's how it'll I was going to wrap this up is that it will be the day after Will's Halloween party where I will be in attendance and Jeff and Agent Romanoff will also yes, be in attendance. David. Yeah, I'm going to come on Dave. drugs, like lots of them, so that I'm wait. Like why would you shoot a load? Psychedelics. Why would you shoot a load on drugs? Oh, you mean you're going to arrive having taken drugs? Well, because you said you're going to come, come on drugs. Oh, shoot I'm going to jerk off on my drugs. Take them. How do you think limp biscuits work? <laughs> yeah, uh, but Will is having a Halloween party with his roommate. Halloween housewarming. And this yeah. is a Halloween housewarming. In the San Fernando Valley, where it was 104 degrees yesterday. Yes, it was. So I started out texting Will, and I'm like, I I think that this is not the year for my Hoth Luke Skywalker Tauntaun costume. And I have a, I have a window air conditioning yeah. unit that is going to have to blow out um, the living room. But my actual my actual costume does involve me wearing a sweater. Okay. So I'm just like, and if I don't have it, then you don't know who I am. You guys don't know my costume, do you? No, I don't. Oh, fuck, it's so good. Mine ties into Felix's. Mine's so, great. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to like it. Wait. But Felix won't be at the party, by the way. Do I have to wear a costume? Can I just, like, come as, my, come as you are? Can I be Nirvana? Yeah. Yes, you, you can be Kirk Cobain. You can be Kirk Cobain. Or why don't you make another uh, Star Wars shirt and duct tape a DVD to <laughs> your duct tape Rogue One? Like, you... <laughs> look, I'm Cassian Andor. <laughs> I'm K2SO. I'm a sassy robot. Um. Anyway, I'm very excited for yeah, the party. Too. It's going to be hot, but I, I love the setup for your place. It's very well designed for partying. You know, it's very open. Yeah, it's Still very on a coffee open. Table. I've Still got on a Christian's table. outfit on my phone. Right yeah, there. look at that. There's Captain Han Solo. Is, is, that's that's Captain Han Solo. Yeah, yeah I, I said I said Luke though. You know. Oh, you want Luke? Yeah, I want Luke. Sorry. Where he's got he's got like a little like bandana thing on the side. We I know only we only have him in his cat. Oh, the best commander bin? outfit. That's the best bin uniform. Yeah. Ben. Yeah. That, that, Dagobah. 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 Last time I was at a Dagobah, I was in a Little Italy. That's my favorite one from this Family Guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he goes, he goes, Ben Dagobah. And then fucking Rodney Nagerfield comes up and is like, Dagobah. Last time I was at a Dagobah, I was in a bar down in Little Italy. 
And we laughed. <laughs> and we laughed. Uh, anyway, See, I can say that because I'm part Italian. Are you? Yeah. What's the other part? Russian, Irish, English, all oh, that shit. Oh, man, that was a fucking party. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just, just say, yeah. Yeah, so Dago, I'm allowed to say. Uh, that's good. So can, or what? Can you, I was going to say, you can say that, too. Yeah. But I can't say any of those things, because I'm, like, Danish and English. And a little, just just do in things bop, bop. like, day go by that I don't think about you, or, <laughs> hey, do you like whoppers? <laughs> I do, it's actually. Like no offensive terms for white people. It's like, if anybody's offended by day go or wop, it's like, get the fuck over It's yourself. because Louis C.K. has a great joke about that. Yeah. It's like... You can't hurt my feelings as a white person. What are you gonna do? Take me back to a time where I own land where and I had people everything? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. my power! Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. By the way, speaking of Louis C.K., I saw a pop up for a documentary I had no idea was out and I'm very excited about. Uh, it's called, it's a Hulu documentary called Too Funny to Fail about the Dana Carvey show. Oh. And so I'm going to recommend that, even though I haven't watched it, okay. I'm very excited about it, so I think people should watch it, and uh, I'll talk about it in the future of the podcast. So the Dana Carvey show had uh, Louis C.K. as head writer. It had Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert as cast members. Yeah. That's where the ambiguously gay duo cartoons came from. Uh. Robert Smigel was also on that show. And it's this amazing collection of talent that was on ABC in primetime for like six weeks. Yeah. Uh, because it was on primetime on ABC. This is still before Disney right. ABC, but it, it was not a good fit. So anyway, uh, I'm glad you reminded me of that, though, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to watch that. I, I want to watch that more than I want to hang out with you guys. There's yeah. another uh, comedy documentary I'm really interested in finding called Call Me Lucky about uh, Barry something. Uh, it's made by Go Bobcat Goldthwait, and it's about this Barry Crimmins. He was like a comedy okay. in a comedian in Boston in like the 80s. And like his comedy club is what launched like Dennis Leary and all right. these guys. But the story is more about... Um, his career and how it like stopped being about comedy and then in the early days of AOL he like uh, went all the way to Congress to stop AOL not monitoring their chat rooms where they became basically like open trading of child pornography and he right. had been like molested as a kid so there's like this whole oh, wow. interesting story about how like all this stuff going on and Bobcat Goldthwaite's the director like Robin Williams gave him the money to make the movie all that wow. kind of stuff so it looks really fascinating wow. yeah that I, I hadn't I hadn't heard about that story. I mean, that guy's name sounds familiar because I, I I've heard of the clubs where guys like Dennis Leary uh, would steal jokes from Louis C.K. Uh, early on in his career, and yeah. Louis over it apparently. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we've got some documentaries for you guys to watch. Yeah. But uh, Black Cats Two Fifty will be Sunday, Sunday, Day Sunday, Sunday. October twenty ninth. 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern. Game on 3 of the World Series. What game uh, will it be by then? Let's see. That'll be, uh, that's the night of game four, I think. They're taking, uh, in, in Houston. They're taking a couple days off. Uh, well, yeah, so there's a game tonight, yeah. and then there's a travel day. So, I mean, that's just, just, that's just the way it works. So, actually, that will be game five. Ooh. Asterisk, if necessary. Correct. And uh, there are those who believe it will not be necessary. But uh, I picked the Cleveland Indians to win the World Series. And I like when the World Series goes seven games into November. So just keep it going. Um, you don't want, like, the Sox-style sweep it out? No, that was, like, that was great for a Red Sox fan. 
But for somebody who was so excited for the way that the uh, ALCS was when they came back and won four straight games against the Yankees instead of getting eliminated, that St. Louis Cardinals-Boston Red Sox World Series is one of the most boring I've ever seen mm-hmm. because it was a sweep. There was never a chance. There was nothing competitive about it's any of kind of the same thing with the Rockies. Yeah, the 2007 Red Sox World Series. The 2012 Red Sox World Series was at least interesting. 13. That's 13. That's yeah. also against the Cardinals, right? Yes. Because there were some controversial plays and things like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a, a good World Series for me, other than 1986, would be like the 2002... Boo, uh, fuck you. Whatever. <laughs> uh, it's all I got. Uh, but uh, the 2002 Angels-Giants World Series, where I wasn't really that invested in either team, that's like one of the better... Nerd stuff! Nerd stuff, yeah. yeah. You want some more nerd stuff? Stranger Things Season 2 coming out Friday. I was just like, I just that... realized I was sitting in the middle of this really extensive baseball conversation. Yeah. I was like, I have fucking no idea what any... It's <laughs> a great point, because... <laughs> Stranger Things 2 drops on Friday. The day before my party. I, I may, marathon I, probably all I, 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 I was going to say, <laughs> if it's yeah. going to be eight episodes, I will have watched it by your party. Yeah. If it's any more than that, then probably not. Like, The Defenders was easy to finish. Yeah. There, was a, there was a part, the thing that went through my mind was I was like, so is this a watching party of no. Stranger Things? No. What we're going to do in the projectors, like, we'll have music going on the speakers, and we'll just put, like, old scary black and white movies on the oh, cool. I finished re-watching the first season on your projector. I Probably Stranger Things? Yeah. I know, I'll see it. the things that pop up in like the recently watched. I'm like, I know what you guys were watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we'll we'll have that to talk about in the future. And, you know, we've got some plans for uh, future Blackcast episodes on Thor Ragnarok. Punisher, as you mentioned, is uh, the big pun. The will big, be out on mm. November 17th. The same <laughs> day as Justice League. He crushes a lot. So yep. we're going to have uh, we're gonna have some special theme shows. And then somewhere before too long, i got to... I'm going to take my paternity leave from the black cast, but uh, we'll talk about all that stuff in the future. We should just pretend to be you, both me and Jeff. Welcome to the black cast. Exactly. Well, mate, that's that's all it takes. Feels good. That is literally all it takes. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. Yeah, I could get one of those little birds that drinks cups oh, of water, yeah. and he's just <laughs> just like in like the Simpsons. Why? 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 But anyway, so all of that is coming up in the future. And for those of you that don't want to watch Blackcast Two Fifty on YouTube, it'll be posted on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud within the next couple days after that. So you, it'll just show up if you're subscribed to the Blackcast. Uh, we'll tweet out the audio only links. But it might be fun to see us. You haven't seen us in a while. I'm just imagining somebody trying to watch and being like, "Ugh, I can't, un, un, I can't do this. I only want to listen to them. I yeah. want to see their." Well, dirty. that's They're fine so too. Ugly. You just turn, flip the camera around, or you know, I mean, flip the screen around, and you don't, you don't have to see us. But if you want to, you can see us next time on the Blackcast. I hurt my hand on that. That was one. aggressive. Yeah. <laughs>